Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. God bless you all, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. How you doing, guys? What's up out there? I hope everybody is doing good out there. I hope everybody is healthy out there. I hope everyone is blessed, and I hope everyone is financially stable. I really do. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode. Let's begin. Episode 59 starts right now. Okay, let's start with Tom Cruise. So I read an article on Variety.com, and the article was talking about uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise says he wants to keep making Mission Impossible movies until he's 80, 80 years old. Which, uh, here's the thing. Okay, if he wants to keep making much, uh, if he wants to keep making Mission Impossible movies until he's 80, does that mean, obviously it means Dead Reckoning is not the last movie. I heard somewhere that Dead Reckoning was supposed to be the last movie. Or maybe Dead Reckoning literally is the last movie and Tom is open to make more movies. Which I'm pretty sure Paramount would be glad to do. That'd be hard to turn down. Tom Cruise makes Paramount a, a ton of money. Every single Mission Impossible movie makes bags of money at the box office. Tom Cruise is, what, 61 years old? And Tom is making an offer. Say, hey, I'm open to make more Mission Impossible movies if you let me. That'll be hard for Paramount to turn down. I'm pretty sure Paramount will figure something out. This is a lot of money to pass up on. A lot of money. When Dead Reckoning hits theaters, it's going to make a bunch of money at the box office. The movie is not going to flop. Mission Impossible movies don't flop at the box office. That's just facts. Tom Cruise says he wants to keep making movies until he's 80. That statement, was he serious? Or was it something that... He just kind of said out of the blue, like, oh, you know, I can keep making these movies until I'm 80 with no thought behind it. You know, just 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 said it. Didn't really mean it. Is he serious? Absolutely serious. Tom mentioned Harrison Ford uh, playing Indiana Jones at late 70s, early 80s. He's like, if. If Harrison Ford can do it, I can do it. I can play Ethan Hunt until I'm 80. And and, and to, an, to an extent, I believe him. I really do. Honestly, I, I believe him. But Tom Cruise playing Ethan Hunt until he's 80. Is that safe? Is it safe for a 75-year-old man to be... Jumping out of helicopters, jumping off of motorcycles. You know what I'm talking about? Is that kind of action safe for an 80 year old? If Harrison can do it, I can do it. You can't really compare 
Indiana Jones to Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible is top tier, top tier action. And some of the action is quite dangerous. Not quite Michael Bay action, but it's up there. And where will they take the story after Dead Reckoning? Because Dead Reckoning looks like the final movie. It seems like any other movie after Dead Reckoning would be irrelevant. And of course, it depends on how the movie ends, right? What characters live and what characters die, how the story concludes, and how the movie could possibly still be open for a sequel. But still, Dead Reckoning literally looks like the looks like the final movie. The movie is broken up into two parts, which is cool. It kind of reminds me of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part one and two. I hope the movie justifies itself to be a two-part movie. I hope it's not two parts for the sake of it being a two-part movie. A movie a movie that should have been two parts, a two-part movie, is Dark Knight Rises. I think the movie should have ended when Bruce climbed out of that hole that's when the credit should have fell because the movie doesn't really explain how he got back to Gotham City that should have been a two-part movie you know and then part two should have opened with Bruce's journey going back to Gotham City so 80 years old what do you think guys can he do this until he's 80 Can he keep jumping off of buildings, jumping out of helicopters, all this physical stuff until he's 80? 80 years old. That's a that's a bold thing to say. 80 years old. Slow down, Tom Cruise. Let's see how you feel at 70. Let's take it one step at a time. So next up, we have The Nun 2. The Nun 2 trailer came out. The movie is coming out this September. Did you guys check out the trailer? What are your thoughts and feelings? So the first Nun movie has been highly criticized for being not such a good movie. I don't think there's really anybody that enjoyed the first Nun film. I didn't enjoy it. I thought it was a massive letdown. The first Nun trailer, the first movie Nun trailer actually look really good. I was really pumped to see the movie, the first movie. The Nun 2 trailer, I just think it looks decent. I'm not I'm not I'm not really excited. But at the same time, I'm not um disappointed, you know? I think it looks like it's going to be an okay film. The Nun 2 is going to be directed by Michael Chives. I'm not a big fan of Michael Chives. Michael Chives directed movies such as The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And he's also directed a movie called La Irona. I've seen both movies. The Conjuring, Devil Made Me Do It is not a bad film. I think it's I think it's an average film. I'm a big fan of The Conjuring movies. Uh, La Irona is... I don't like La Llorona. 
Not in the slightest. Michael Chives, to me, is not the most creative horror director. Now he's directing The Nun 2. I think The Nun 2 has potential to be better than the original. But I don't think it's going to be a, a night and day difference. I think it's it's just going to be a better movie. And when it comes to the casting, let's see who's going to be in this one. We got Tessa Farminga once again. Tessa Farminga is the younger sister of Vera Farminga, who plays Lorraine Warren in the Conjuring films. Tessa is her younger sister. Tessa Tessa plays, um, I can't pronounce her character's name. I'm looking at the name right now. I can't pronounce her first name. Her last name is Irene. Tessa plays Irene. We also have Storm Reed in this film. If that name sounds rather familiar, is because Storm Reed plays Gia in Euphoria, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And she is great in Euphoria. And of course, we have Bonnie Aarons back as the nun. She is fantastic as this character. She is very scary. She is... Bonnie Aarons is is just amazing as the nun. Very terrifying. This movie's setting takes place at a school, it looks like. The first movie took place at a, at a Catholic church, I believe. In a way, it does look like they're trying to make the same movie twice. Because both movies take place at a Catholic church or school. I can't really tell if if the setting for this movie is a school or a Catholic church. But I do know it's some kind of physical location like the previous movie. Like the previous film, the nun is terrorizing people within this Catholic church hunting them, stalking them. She is this this boogeyman, you know, she is she's a ghost. She's doing the exact same thing like she did in the first film. I have a question. So, is The Nun 2 somewhat of a reboot? You know what I mean because at the end of The Nun, the first one, didn't she die? Or did she I don't believe she died. She went back to hell, did she? So I'm guessing in The Nun 2, somebody lit the black flame candle. <laughs> like in Hocus Pocus. You ever seen Hocus Pocus when they lit the black flame candle and the witches came? Is is it that kind of situation with The Nun 2? Somebody accidentally wished The Nun back? The trailer is not super long. It's two minutes and 11 seconds. This movie looks, it doesn't look that scary. It does have some scary moments, but but it doesn't really look that scary. Um, The trailer doesn't look that scary. The movie could be a different story. Hopefully. Again, the movie is directed by Michael Chives, who is not my choice of director. I think 
is just kind of a shame, really. Hopefully, Michael Chives makes a great movie. Let me just say that. He's not my go-to director for this film. But I do hope he makes a good film. I hope The Nun 2 is great. And also, I felt the performances in the original Nun film, the acting wasn't too strong. Will it get better in The Nun 2? You got Storm Reed. I think she can bring something to the table. Uh, and uh, who knows? That's a hard call. If The Nun 2 ends up being trash, that would be a massive shame. You got Bonnie Aarons as the nun. She is so good as this character. She deserves a good movie. She's excellent as this character. She has really made this character her own. Can you imagine anyone else playing this character? Playing playing this character as good as Bonnie Aarons? As scary as Bonnie Aarons? You remember the nun back in Conjuring 2. She was the standout in that film. We'll see what happens with The Nun 2. The Nun 2 is coming out September 8th, later this year, 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the episode. Episode 59 is done. Thank you for listening. Episode 59 is done. I must say, there is a howling sound outside. It's like, ooh, all day. Ooh. Even my dog is irritated. He's laying down in his bed right now currently. He's twisting and turning and he can't fall asleep. He, even he's like, like, what in the world is that sound? Christ almighty. And then he'll, then he'll look out the window. He's like, man, let me out, Aaron. Let me find this thing. What Something is going on. I don't know if that's a bird or an, or an owl. Something, something's going on. Let me outside. It doesn't take much to annoy my dog. He gets irritated very easily. The only exception, I think, is whenever I'm podcasting. That doesn't really bother him. He could still shut his eyes. And I think my voice in general really soothe, soothes him. He likes my voice. He likes my baby voice. And, and that kind of makes him sleep in my arms. And he, lo- he loves my voice. He loves me. But let's say, let's say, for example, there's these kids down the street. And they, they like to play their tuba instruments. You know what a tuba instrument is? Those big giant horns. They're playing that thing. And they're like, oh, he hates that. When he's trying to get a nap in, do not bother this guy. Even if the phone rings, (laughs) I'm not even kidding. If the phone rings, he'll go. (laughs) He's trying to get a nap. Do not bother this guy. So the 4th of July came and gone. What did you guys do on the 4th of July? 
Did you have some family over? Did you go to your family? You know, did you go out to a to a get together? Uh, what did you eat? Barbecue, cheeseburgers, hot dogs. Did you guys uh, shoot off some fireworks? That's always fun. I haven't shot off fireworks in a long time. Uh, fireworks. Um, yeah, I haven't shot fireworks in a long time. And I don't think I'll ever get back into it. Because I don't know. Are they expensive? Are fireworks expensive? I hate to shoot off something that's a one-time thing. You know, like I bought 50 bucks worth of fireworks just to shoot them off one time and that's it. (laughs) You know, I'm not saying I don't have 50 bucks. I'm saying I don't like to spend money like that. Are you guys like me? You, you, I don't like to spend 50, 60, 70 bucks for something that's over in 15 minutes. The only thing that I would spend a bunch of money on, even though it's over very quickly, is probably food. Probably a restaurant. Even if the bill is 75 bucks. Hey, the food was good. We're talking Las Vegas. We're talking... um. You know, like a really high-end, delicious restaurant. That's probably the only exception. Once again, that is the end of the episode. This is episode 59. Thank you for listening. Until next time, that is a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Be safe out there. Love each other. Do nice things for each other. And good things will come to you. I promise you. Take care now. Bye-bye.